think it, we should kick this off with the pizza. So let's start. Let's start with the pizza stuff. Mm-hmm. So give a background because I'm sure not everybody knows about your pizza endeavors. I've made three pizzas. <sighs> let's hear about how, like let's hear about the ingredients. Let's hear about the oven temperature. Oh, let's yeah. hear about the so proofing. Let's here's hear what about I do. The... Here's what I do for the dough. You ready? Yes. I uh, go out to Stop and Shop or Trader Joe's, and I, uh, I get a bag of dough, <laughs> and I take that home. And I so, open it. <laughs> do you, and then what? Do you do you let it rise? Do you like try to? Yeah, I have been letting it rise and more get up to room temperature because it's more malleable at yeah. room temperature than because it's always in the fridge section. Um, <coughs> and um, let it sit in a bowl with a little bit of olive oil coating the bowl to leave it kind of lubed up so I could get really? it out. Yeah. Okay. Just because it's a pain in the butt to like dig it out. Right, and by then you're right, like right. making weird folds in it that's gonna you're gonna have to like press out so right now do you with cover olive it? oil just <clears throat> do you cover yep, it when it rises saran wrap okay um i don't know why but that's what everybody does saran wrap so i just do it yeah a lot of people just put a dish towel over it yeah like why why do people do that why does it have to be covered like with the dish towel i think it's just so particles don't get into it yeah because if anything gets into it like a bug or dirt you can't like touch it out you yeah. can like rip it out of the like the prize of the dough which yeah is, like, exactly glue. a perfect sphere yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i guess that makes sense but i do it with saran wrap so it's like airtight i thought that was the point like uh i don't think you need saran so you know what saran wrap will do saran wrap will do uh will help insulate it if it's warm so usually what you would do when you do like fresh dough uh, you'd put it in a like more humid slash warm environment, so mm-hmm. it picks up that attribute and then yeah. it helps it rise. And that's why bakeries have that like yeasty, moist, like like hot, almost not hot, but like warm yeah. feeling to them. It's because of that tropical. There you go, tropical, <laughs> tropical. But you know what's funny? Hmm. No good breads from uh, tropical climates, <laughs> <laughs> as everybody knows. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let the dough do its thing, slap a bunch of, uh, bread flour on the counter, just make a big floury mess mm-hmm. and then slap that bad boy down, push it out with my fingers a little bit. I've been rolling it with a wine bottle, a, because I didn't have anything else and B because on the pizza show that you showed me on YouTube, um, they went to Lucali, which is supposed to be like the best newish. It's been out for like 10 years now. Pizza it's in New York and Brooklyn, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he uses a wine bottle. I'm like, hey, why not? Yeah. <laughs> if that guy does it, There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and that's Jay Z's favorite pizza. I'll yeah. do it too. Have you? Uh, have you done the? Oh the yeah, throw? I got down down pat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do it a little differently because I've been marathoning. Oh, the do you pizza do the show of, like it's? Do you do the back of the hands? Exactly, the back of the hands, and you kind of do it at like a 45 degree angle. So the oh, so you do the lift, the lift throw. Yep, exactly, the lift stretch throw. See, I do like the knuckle release. <laughs> I do a knuckle release. So you do like straight up in the air. Yeah, so I'm just like whoop, yeah. Whoop. I mostly just do like a. Like I'm, I'm flopping it over. I'm like just rotating it 90 degrees, and oh, it's so you're like, like a 45 degree. So you're degree like popping angle. it. You're like exactly. It's yeah. like I'm waving just, itself. over. Exactly. Yep. Okay. And I'm more like the the angle that I'm doing, which you can see, but I'm gonna have to describe this now for the podcast. Is like my the knuckles of my pointer fingers are touching, but my wrists are coming apart, and my outward. wrists are outward. yeah, yeah. Uh, outward, and my wrists are like stretching the edge of the dough. Um. Yeah, and then when that that's like gets the middle stretched out a bunch, and then I just like hold it like a steering wheel, and I just you stretch get, it and spin it in a circle. Edge, yeah. yeah, and you get the edge. You stretch out the edge. Um, have you ever heard of the Napoli? 
the place in Italy? No, the Napoli. No. So it's something that I'm going to get whenever I get my own place. Yes. It's uh, essentially what it is. It's I think it's like 300 bucks. It's not that much. It's uh, not even the size of this table. It's mm-hmm. like probably the size of three fourths of this table. Mm-hmm. It's maybe like this high. Maybe like I don't know, ten inches high. Yeah. Uh, but what it high, is like three inches wide, three feet wide. Yeah. But what it is that it's a mini pizza oven. So you put it outside. It has its own legs. In the back, there's a little chute uh, like that you put in. Yeah. That you can cook with whatever you want: coals, wood. Oh. You can hook up a propane tank. Interesting. And then the front of it is just the mouth. Yeah. And it's just this. I'll show you after the. Is it open? Yeah. Nice. You can just throw a pizza in. Take a pizza. It's big enough for a 10 inch pizza. That's insane. Awesome. And it's really cool because instead of, you know, how everybody has tested, like, oh, I want to make a brick oven. I want to do this. Yeah. That's a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen. Project. I don't know if you've <laughs> seen the DIYs of how to do it. No. But it's a fucking pain in the ass. You have to, like, because you have to fireproof the whole thing. Yep. So you have to fireproof everything about it. You have to, like, and then you have to. Like, whatever the fucking, the actual oven part is called, I forget. Like, there's, like, multiple layers in that to mm-hmm. help treat it. And it's gotcha. just, it's a, it's a fucking pain in the ass. And it's just, like, no. It's hard in Minecraft to make a an <laughs> oven that won't burn down your house. It's just. So then, I okay. haven't, I haven't made any of my own ingredients yet. I'm just slapping ingredients together because I'm just trying to get Wait, good are you, at the, So are you buying canned sauce as well? I am. But. I looked up best pizza sauces, and I was expecting to get recipes, but I got lists of, like, best canned pizza sauce. There's this one called, uh, uh, (laughs) I forget what it is, but it's, like, some, like, janky-ass looking, like, they obviously did not have a graphic designer, and it's, like, Papo Pepino, or whatever, Frank Pepino, or something, um, and the stop and shop near my house doesn't have it. The big Y near my house doesn't have it. Trader Joe's obviously doesn't have it. But the stop and shop near my parents' house, where I just went today, they have it. So I bought. You're, like, you're shopping a stop and shop right now. Yeah. What are you talking about? What is that bad? You capitalist scumbag. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're back open. <laughs> Let me in. Oh wait wait wait. They they settled. Oh yeah. Oh. I, they, they did something where like okay we won't fuck you up for a year or something. We'll do this again in a year. We'll give you a raise this year, and we'll revisit it next year or whatever. Oh, okay. Good for you. Sorry about that. But I did go shopping while they're on strike. Wow, you capitalist <laughs> fucking the, scumbag. One of the employees, one of the employees who uh, was striking outside was not super into it. It was raining, so she was like under the stop and shop like awning thing, um, and she just had to signs like blah 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 strike support us. Here's where you could go to help, um, and I just started walking in and i was like oh, shit i forgot they're on strike i wonder if they're open so i wanted to walk up to the door i'm like 10 feet away from her and she just goes you might as well shop somewhere else you don't want to support these guys i was like oh um are they closed and they're like they're we're, we're on strike i'm like are there people in there can i go shopping and she's like there's people in there but they're just managers they're not going to help you so I just like walked past because I'm like, you know, a robot does your job now. Like I do self checkout. I don't need help getting Oreos from Stop and Shop. But I felt kind of bad. I didn't, and I didn't say that part. That would be really mean. And wow. I didn't know what the whole strike was about. And on my way out, I wanted to like ask her, like, why are you guys striking? Like, should I actually not be shopping here? Because they're trying to cut out the negotiations for their union yeah. to get like 
benefits to get sick time to get maternity leave to have raises yeah exactly because um they're trying to pay, announced you guys aren't getting raises this year well not only that and we're trying, cutting your health care they're trying to keep them below the minimum wage yeah yikes yeah and the union was like that's you can't do that and yeah like oh we also we're don't leaving. want you to have benefits yeah the union was like excuse me like part-timers should have benefits if they've been working long enough yeah and salvage shop was like nope they're like, okay. So that's what you supported. Way to go, buddy. Yeah, Woo-hoo. I got some. Fuck the people. <laughs> Oreos and soda for my Game of Thrones party. Um, but anyway, I got Franco Pepino sauce or whatever it's called. Um, and it was great. Laid all that on. I think I've gotten the amount of sauce right. So it looks check like that you, box looks like off. You did oh, you try so the, the sesame seed part that I told you? I did not. On the crust? I just on the crust part. I feel like sesame seed's like too big. Like no. that's too funky. Sesame seeds. Sesame seed? Or too big? I've, well, like... No. Like, I've never seen sesame seed on pizza before. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's perfect. So what I'm trying to do now is I'm not making my own ingredients. I'm just trying to get the process of assembling and cooking a pizza properly. I'm feeling pretty good about that. I think I'm going to do one or two, and the next step is going to be making my own dough. Oh, but my first two pizzas, I used shredded mozzarella, and it was okay. First one was burnt. Second one, I ended up using way too much cheese because I did the thing where I put the perfect amount, and then there was, like, one more handful in the bag. I'm like, ugh, might as well, and that was too much. Yeah. Um, and then this one, I used, like, a also at Stop and Shop, they have, like, a log of mozzarella that's pre-sliced. Yep. Pre-sliced. So I just slapped those guys on, patted them down a little bit because they were really wet. You see, I am... And then some basil. The only thing I've ever done is do the home, the uh, store made flour once. Mm-hmm. And all the other times I've been trying to do it by scratch. And store made dough? Yeah. Yeah. Store made dough. And everything else I've been doing by scratch. Yep. Let me tell you something. Mm. My peaches are shit. <laughs> Dude, the dough part is going to be really hard. No, all of it is shit. All oh, of it. All of it. Just, <laughs> like, all of it is shit. The you made your own sauce? The size, yeah. The, the, it's all shit. The proportions, the amount of cheese, the amount of sauce. Like I put it, I put enough sauce down that I think is enough, and then it ends up like boiling it to soup and overflowing <laughs> over the crust. Like yeah, I think I have the perfect size, and then like it shrinks somehow in the middle of the oven. Yep. So then, like now, there's melted cheese overflowing into my. That happened to me this oven. time. You yep. saw the picture. I put them perfectly like yep. equidistant from the center of the pizza to the crust, and they somehow ended up off the crust. Yeah. You, you know what it is? It's actually less is more of a pizza. Yeah. That's, That's what I'm noticing. Less is more pizza. Yep. Um, and like there's crazy ratios that people, you got to figure out. Like I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. My girlfriend got me this awesome book about like, it's called the elements of pizza. It's by the guy who made uh, flour, water, salt, yeast. I think you told me about that. No. Flour, water, salt. It's those four words in some order. And it's about uh, baking. No, they got Michael, Mike, Michael Pollock, I believe. Yeah. Is his name. Yeah. He did. Uh, no, he did air, earth, wind. No, he did air, fire, earth, and water. That's what he did. Is it about cooking? It's about the elements of cooking that individual like regions and tribes of people have used. Interesting. Yeah. And you told me about that, right? Maybe. I mean, I uh, my, maybe. I, I mean, Michael Pollack did it. It turned into a Netflix documentary, which oh, okay. is awesome. It's a beautifully well done. That's maybe where I've seen Beautifully it. well done uh, series. That's cool. what got me into originally making my own sourdough bread because his whole thing with air is about sourdough. Yes. And about bread making. So that's what got me into bread making. So that's when I was making sour. I don't know if you remember when I was always all about oh, sourdough. I remember your sourdough, your it was, culture, yeah, your it mother. Was, it was fucking good. Um, I'm actually just getting back into it now. Nice. Uh, but I, 
that got me all about that and that got me really into uh barbecuing i got really into fire for Mm -hmm. uh meat so that got me real excited with that as a element instead of just using a stovetop or an oven um you know what's cool about pollock is uh, i feel like it's not pollock it's something like that. It's something like that. But he's uh, he's got a really good new book coming out about hallucinogenics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about mainly uh, mushrooms. Okay. It's mainly about mushrooms. But like drugs. But drugs. Taking yeah. hallucinogenic drugs. It's mainly about that and about the... He looks at the same thing. He looks at the indigenous, like, tribal purposes of it throughout history mm-hmm. of, of humans. The human history of... Like, when did we figure this out? When what have why? every culture well, he, The main thing was, word. like, why? Yeah. Why do people want to do this? Yeah. Like, well, what is it that they need from this? And in the and you know, he uh, parts of it, I believe, because I heard it summarized. Like, he goes over how people were using it for, like, uh, trying to trying to find like the reason or explanation to their lives because they didn't have the direction of it at like back way back in the in the days. Uh, and then it's he he brings it full circle up to today where they're using it to treat PTSD and soldiers. Hmm. And they're using it to treat anxiety. And they're using it to treat depression. And they're finding... Hallucinogenics. Uh, specifically mushrooms. Interesting. Now, it's not like people are just like doing dabs of acid. Yeah. And it's just like, here's a nice rip of acid. Just like... <laughs> it's like you no, know, it's not like that. This it's, will it's, help your PTSD yeah. flashbacks. <laughs> exactly. No, it's not that. It's just mushrooms. Yeah. It's just mushrooms. Interesting. And it's something weird that they're finding high success rates mm. with that. And I think... Uh, I think ecstasy? Interesting. They're finding... like Not like crazy amounts of plur ecstasy but just certain amounts of ecstasy and certain amounts of mushrooms actually help with those kind of mental disorders where it like cures it just <laughs> that's just weird <laughs> yeah just the brain boop, is weird boop, why not go, okay i feel fine now it's like cool that's what we thought all set <laughs> cool but anyways yes yeah, so you but got that guy you got he made book. firewater earth air uh and then he made a firewater I think it was called I think it was called cooking or something, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> he made a spin-off book called Flour Water Salt Yeast that's all about bread baking. And he okay. had a couple chapters about pizza. And then he made a spin-off of that book called The Elements of Pizza. Uh and I got that book. Nice. Um so I've been looking into that a lot. It's super cool. Kind of forget what I was about to say. Oh, but there's crazy things like if your dough is too wet, like if your dough isn't dry enough, like when you put it on the peel or when yeah. you, okay, you, you're like your sauce will get all soupy. Like it, yes. it has to, it needs to cook in a little bit to the yes. top layer of the dough yes. and stuff like that. And there's so many, you know what I did for my very first pizza making experience as an adult? Yes. Not going to count college, although I will tell the college story. <laughs> um, I made sauce yep. and then like an idiot, I had my peel. I said, sauce is done. Picked up the sauce. Put it on the dough on the peel, load it up as normal. Do do do! I love pizza. Can't wait to make pizza. I go to the oven to shovel it off. Yeah, I don't know if you ever thought of hot sauce on <laughs> wet dough on a wooden peel. Um, it doesn't move, uh, but you know what does move? Everything on top of it. <laughs> yeah. So I went woof, and the whole thing went sauce. <laughs> <laughs> You just vomited pizza ingredients yeah. into your hot oven. On a 500 degree uh, stone. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Dude. It was awesome. Oh, that smells great. That's awesome. Oh, the fire alarms are going off now. That's cool. Nice. Um, it is Michael Pollan. Yeah, yeah. It's Michael Pollan. Po- oh, Pollan. Okay. Pollen. I think we're talking about different people. Yeah. Did I say Pollock? Would... Yeah. Pollock is a completely different author. I, I wonder like, who mine is. Uh, Michael Pollan's latest book, How to Change Your Mind. 
uh, what the new science of psychedelics teaches us about consciousness, dying, addiction, depression, and transcendence. Very, um, very intense. Uh, he also did the book Cooked, and that's the one that is the the thing that I was talking about before. Gotcha. He's done a lot. The Botany of Desire, The Omnivore's Dilemma, In Defense of Food, Food Rules, Second Nature. This Check him out, guys. Michael Pollan. He, we are not affiliated with him in any way, but he, he has really cool, uh, really cool things. We are also not affiliated with my guy, and you said Pollock, and I was like, yeah, that's the no, guy. Pollock is like a famous author. Uh, he... <laughs> Is a painter. Oh, painter. Oh, painter. Sorry. Painter. Yes. (laughs) But my guy's name is Ken Forkish, which is not Pollock. (laughs) That is not Michael Pollock. (laughs) All right. You Um, want to hear hear my first ever pizza making story? Yes. In college. I hope it involves like Wonder Bread. So listen. So listen. So this is how it works. So I, for some reason, so I I live with, uh, I'm living with one of my, my best friends, Fisco. And for some reason, him and I were thinking, walking from the shuttle uh, back to our dorm, we were thinking, you know what? We should just have everybody over one night and just, we can make pizza. I think it would be really fun. And he was saying, yeah, I think that'd be great. And I was saying, this would be the fucking shit. In reality, I was reading a men's health article mm-hmm. about pizza. And just, look how easy it is, guys. These are the ingredients. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Boom, pizza. So, I like to think of myself as a guy who adjusts to things on the fly and I can adapt to right. situations. Sure. So, it starts off with me going how many people are showing up it's like okay well it's crispy it's fisco it's me i think chet was there we have joanna like i was going through like everybody in my head of who was coming over who's the room who, like what are the roomies gonna who which roomies are here and not in class and mm-hmm. who's bringing who and i was thinking okay so we got like eight to ten people not bad not bad mm-hmm. so i took the i took the recipe from the men's health magazine yep and i did the math for more people because yep. i was like this recipe serves three people yeah right so i just went oh okay i'll just like double it yeah or triple or one two and a half or whatever i did Uh, i don't know if you know this but i'm really bad at math so i go ahead and did the math (laughs) and i read the instructions and i remember the part where it said uh you like you make a make a crater crack the egg in the middle you like mix it around Mm -hmm. and then you let it settle and you let it sit and then it rises so we had a big table like a big, uh, like the table downstairs, yeah, yeah the fold-out yeah. tables. It wasn't a fold-out; it was an actual wooden table. But I said, but but I that's what I used because I said this is the biggest surface area I have. Yeah, I'm gonna use this. So I did it all on this table, and my routine is kind of the same what I do now. I would finish my last class of the day, come home, get ready, go to the gym, come back and eat dinner. Mm-hmm. So I got this all set up after class before I went to the gym, and I said it's supposed to rise for two hours. Perfect. I'll go to the gym. I'll come back. I'll be ready. I'll start portioning it all out, and we'll rock and roll. So I set it up on the table. It's like you know, it's it's a good amount. It's like the it's like a it's like, it's like a I'm thinking of a, a ball <laughs> triple serving of dough. That's big. Yeah, it's like it's like a big ball. Yeah. Right? Um, it's like a basketball. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, yep. It's a good amount. Here's the thing, number one step. Here, here's where the first mistake happened. I didn't realize you need to put it in a bowl. Mm-hmm. So it's just on the table. <laughs> just plopped on the table. 
Yes, because it was solid at the time. It was just this one solid thing <laughs> that I molded into a ball. Yeah. And I just thought, okay, cool. This will just rise and become a bigger ball. Right? That's what happens. It just turns into a bigger ball. So I just do 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 go to the gym. Oh, I love college dubs. <laughs> so I come back. Two hours later, the door opens. It smells beautiful. I go, mm. oh, I can smells like I'm an adult in here. It just it smells like I'm doing something serious. It smells like bakery. And then I hear my roommate, Chris, uh, a.k.a. Crispy. He goes, oh, hey, hey, Dubs. And I go, yeah. Hey, your your dough. Uh, were you supposed to leave it out? And I go, yeah, it's, it's supposed to rise for two hours. Why? What's up? He goes, Oh, it it did something. So I, so the door like in our dorms there was a little corridor. Then it opened up to the living room, which is where the table was. Yeah, and it has an adjacent kitchen. So I walked in the corridor and I turned the corner. Instead of a bigger basketball, like I thought it would be, it's now turned into, uh, you know, ditto. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> for the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, like the blob. Yeah, it's that, and it's all over the table. <laughs> So it's it flattened yes. and just started leaving yes. the table. Yes, it's borderline about to fall off the table. So it's like giant pizza it's size, giant. So I just went, oh <laughs> shit! So I drop everything, I run over, and I'm like scooping it back. I'm just like, oh no. my god! I'm like, okay, and it's like splashing. <laughs> it's not that wet, but it's, there's some definite like yeah, <laughs> water. So I'm scooping it all back together, like oh fuck, oh fuck. So I was thinking, wow, this is really wet. I don't. I never thought about humidity. Mm. I never thought about like the heat in the room, which was very hot. I never thought of any of these things. So I'm doing everything I can to keep it together. It keeps like seeping out. It's like <laughs> so it keeps <laughs> keeps just falling. It's not staying solid. So 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 my roommate Fisco comes in and he goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> And I go, I don't know what happened. It was supposed to rise into a bigger ball. It turned into this. Grab the flour. I need to dry this shit. Yeah. So here we are just pouring flour into this. Until it's not a liquid. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we do that. And then it's like solid. It's somewhat solid now. Mm-hmm. It's back to like a ball form. Still not using a bowl because I didn't think about that. Yeah. So it's just a. It's just like. Str- so you like needed the flour back into it? Yes. Wow. So there is such thing as overworking your dough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, over- That's why I asked. <laughs> and over knocking your dough. So um, I definitely did that with way too much flour. So let's continue. Yes, please. Now we actually get to the cooking part. Oh, God. You're still using this dough. <laughs> well, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I just thought, oops, something happened. But yeah. it's okay. It's dough. Yeah. What else could happen? So here's something I didn't think of. I didn't think... Well, actually, I did think of it. It's just looking back in hindsight, it was a really bad idea. Mm. I didn't have an oven that I thought would get hot enough because our oven was a beat up college oven. Yeah. Right. It's in a dorm. Not a great oven. I think it maxed out at like 480, 490. Okay. Quote, unquote, supposedly 480, 490. So I, I cranked it up as high as I could. So that's going. So my head, I pictured cooking because I've never, because like we said, pizza is like half baking, half cooking. Mm. I never thought that it will just go because of how pizza works in an oven with dough because that's how dough cooks dough cooks in a hot environment yep i thought of it like meat you need to sear the bottom so you have a crunchy bottom and then you let the rest of it cook in the oven much like how you cook anything else did you not look up a recipe (laughs) i did i did but see here's here's the thing the recipe in the men's health magazine was talking about a grill 
and we couldn't have grills at the dorm. Yeah. So I had a George Foreman grill. Oh my so god. I, I, so I said, we have a George Foreman grill that can go up really fucking high. And then I and hope one of your friends said, let's order pizza. <laughs> it's a grill. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a grill. So, here we have the main oven with both racks in at about as high as it can go. So, 480. Yeah, 480, in air quotes. <laughs> Woo! Toasty. Yeah. George Foreman. It was a big George Foreman. All the way open, as high as it can go on the countertop. Mm-hmm. So, the process that we had was we are going to cook the bottom so it's crunchy. Then we're going to top it with toppings and sauce. And then we're going to put it in the oven to finish cooking. That's what some places do. Right? Probably so, not the exact way you're doing it. But. So here's... not Probably not with George Foreman grills. Never, no. Probably so, not. <laughs> so now I'm portioning out the dough. And I'm trying to roll it out. Yeah. And it's it's really... I don't know. You, you haven't worked with bad dough yet because you've been buying store-bought it's dough. It's really elastic. Uh, no, it's really not elastic. Oh. <laughs> it's really... Uh, it's a, imagine if you had like a giant piece of gum that you partially chewed. Yeah. Like not to the point where you lost flavor. Yeah. But you chewed it enough where the color started to leave and yeah. then you spat it out and it was this giant ball and you tried to make it into a flat thing. <laughs> sure. So I'm trying to push on. And it's also the size of a basketball. Well, no, no. This is These are smaller portions. Now. Yeah. Because we thought because. So this is where Fisco had a good idea. I said, I don't know. I like I don't think we can. We don't have anything to shovel this thing into a super fucking hot oven yeah we can't just do a giant pizza we should because it would be the easiest and then fisco had the good idea of let's just do mini pizzas for everybody nice right that's a good idea that's a really good idea so that's what we did so here i am with the first portion size right it's like the size of like a little bit bigger than my fist right and i'm trying to flatten it out so i have you know a circle and as I push it out, it just immediately came back into a ball. Yeah, I was going to say, it did not want to be flat anymore. No. So it was oh, so difficult to do it. I was rolling it out, and it was still coming back together. Oh, my God. So everybody was over, and everybody was hungry. So Fisco and I are in the kitchen with the door closed, which, by the way, in a kitchen on the inside, like... Uh, what's the cruise ship term? You are inside the ship, yeah. not on a port window side, not right. on a port side. You're inside the... No windows. No windows. We're just in a... We're in this room yeah. that has kitchen <laughs> equipment in it. We're in, a, we're in just a room. Yeah. So it's A, hot as fuck. And B, Fisker's getting mad because the dough is garbage. It's garbage <laughs> oh dough. God. It's basically Play-Doh. It, Play-Doh would at least held a shape. Yeah. So everybody oh starts asking, hey... When can we start making the pizzas? So it got to the point where I thought on the fly, let's let's adapt to this new situation. I said, you know what? I bet you if we just cook the bottom part of the circle, it will retain its shape. Right? Because it's cooked. It can't. It, once it's hardened, yeah. it's not going to contract again. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was spreading a circle out with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> on the George Foreman grill. <laughs> As, as like perfectly circled circular as I could and then putting it on the grill <laughs> and holding the you know, circle the way pizza is made <laughs> I'm, I'm holding it oh as hard God. as I can against this with your fingers in the dough 
holding the circle <coughs> because we tried it in the first sample we put it on when we had like enough of a circle yeah. the second it touched the grill it just, <laughs> just <laughs> contracted into a tiny little little disc so I was just thinking oh fuck so and it was working as it cooked that's the worst part wait wait as it cooked the bottom began to hold it it was just like ah, ah. it was just holding it was just holding ah, its shape ah, just ah. <laughs> Just barely. So what I ended up doing, because it was getting really hot, was I would have to keep pressing in a circle, on the, like uh, around. You're playing the, like a hot potato with a hot pizza potato. dough on a grill. Like, like you said, you were just making the crust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was doing that live on the grill with my <laughs> fingers. Jesus just Christ! Pushing it out. Finally, it like held its shape long <laughs> enough that you could scoop it up, put it on a tray. Come in here and put your shit on, on your quick pizza. before it snaps back to a ball. <laughs> People would open the door. There's flour in the air everywhere because of Joe. Because here's another fun part. I thought it wasn't elastic enough. Like it wasn't retaining its shape enough because it didn't have enough flour. So we're adding more flour. This whole time, like more flour, that'll help it stick out. So we're throwing more flour. On. I don't think anything could have fixed it at that point, right? No. Like if no. A, a pizza Yolo came in and was like, "That is too like elastic," um, throw it away. I, 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 if anything, looking back on it now, I would have just taken that pizza, put it in a bowl, put it in the fridge, and let it rest for maybe a few days. Take it back out. And see where it's at from there. Do you think letting it rest would help? Yes. I didn't let it do a double. I didn't double proof it. I yeah. didn't cold ferment it. I didn't do anything pizza based with this. I took flour, water, egg, salt, put it on egg. a table. Yeah. You're supposed to like make a little crater and you put an egg I've, in it. I've never seen a pizza dough recipe with egg. This was just, this was, this was the recipe, uh, from the mental health magazine. I'm not saying that's it was like a real good, bready. I'm not saying it was a good recipe. Yeah. Um, I definitely did not execute it well. So, uh, what'd you guys have for like? So, end result, did they come out okay? End result, they tasted like Domino's pizza. They tasted okay. like bad pizza. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. Fine. It was enough for people to just kill. Yeah, and you know what? At the end of that story, that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> if the end result of that is not like charcoal frisbees. With or sauce fire. on top. Yeah. And you know what's the fun part? That was my first experience of working in a kitchen. Wow. We had a line. Like we had the cooking. Yeah. We had a cooking line. We were literally in a hot box kitchen like you are in every yep. fucking kitchen that because none of them have windows. Nope. They barely have door. And when you keep the doors open on those kitchens, no air comes in. Yeah. Because there's so much heat, it's just pushing <laughs> all the air out. Exactly. That's why they have fans. And even the fans can't pull in cold air, it just blows the hot air around. <laughs> so that was that. It was Hell. panicking. Hey, they're getting hungry. We're behind on orders. We need to go, 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 go. It was it, it was Looking back on it now, it was my first live experience of working in the kitchen. <laughs> you were a line cook. Yeah. And how I felt afterwards was the exact same way. I remember I remember I was just I went on our balcony. I just stood there and I just thought oh, cold night air is the greatest feeling of yeah. my life. And people are eating and it's over and I just want a drink and oh I'm, You know what it's I'm, like to be a line cook. I'm so sweaty. I just want to shower. Oh man, but it but I made it and they're happy that they're eating. Nice. And that was yeah. my that was actually I think what started my whole for like a short three years of I think I want to be a chef. Interesting. 
I don't know if that was the like mo- the satisfaction of I made food that people are enjoying now. Yes, and I made it. Yes, with my fingers on a George Foreman grill. <laughs> That's insane. So like. <laughs> Thinking back as best you can, how did like searing it on a George Foreman and then cooking it at 490 ish? How did that like? Would you ever cook it that way again? No. Okay. Okay. No. Just that was to make sure. The closest thing I would do to that is a cast iron. You've seen cast iron yeah. pizza. That's the closest thing. But yep. the problem was that I treated it like meat because that's all I knew how to cook: eggs, yeah. meat. I. You know what I did all the time? Mm. Leftover Chinese like white rice. Yep. Or brown rice. Yeah. I would throw it in a pan with like with Pam and crack eggs in it and then just saute it until I had eggy rice. Yeah. That was it. Mm, I love eggy rice. Eggy rice. It wasn't fried rice. Yeah, no. Which is a very different technique, which is where you like whisk the eggs first and then you drop them in and then you put the Yeah, it's very different. And then you like scramble the whisked eggs and then you drop the rice in and then you're flying like fucking tossing around. Eggy rice count as fried food. throwback to two weeks ago uh, you mean last week uh, yeah last week first episode last week because we had a double header yeah. last week um eggy rice eggy rice eggy rice i don't think so technically no yeah technically no because it was cooked with oil but it wasn't fried in oil yeah uh question what the fuck is pam is that just aerosol oil yeah okay vegetable oil yeah okay it's just vegetable oil gotcha that's it it's a, to me, it's it was a, always just Pam. It's a great applicator. I, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Pam is a, a fucking OG staple for, I think, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's not great for, like, heavy duty. Uh, I guess I, I guess it, it's, it's really not bad for anything. I mean, they actually sell... Uh, I like doing this. You take like, little spray bottles. Mm-hmm. And then by, you know, the good grace of our wholesale club lords, uh, you buy good quality oil and then you put it in that and you can have the same effect. Oh, okay. But in a spray bottle. Spray bottle. Or uh, if you want to get really fancy, you take uh, glass bottles. Yeah. What you do is that you take something like olive oil or if you take a real neutral oil and then you just put uh, herbs in each one. So you have tarragon olive oil. You have like rosemary olive oil. You have. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. Yeah. And then you do that. Like that was an amazing thing that i saw for um uh what is it uh uh eggs benedict nice you use tarragon oil mm. tarragon olive oil when you make just the, on top or no, in the you, holidays in the holidays yeah gotcha in the holidays like just oil in the holidays holiday. yeah okay well, it's uh holidays is egg yolks butter lemon uh, a little bit of lemon. It's just egg yolks and butter, really. So, yeah. I mean, you whisk it over like medium-high heat, and then you got to keep whisking it. And then the more fat you add to it, mm-hmm. uh, the, mm-hmm. the it's going to have more liquid play, and it won't solidify into, like, scrambled egg yolks. Nice. God, I love hollandaise sauce. <laughs> it's, a, it's not hard to make. It's just time-consuming. Yeah. Make. Because, like, you have to whisk it so much, and you need to have like enough air going into it because if not then it starts to get like crumbly yeah yeah the yeah. yolk starts to crumble and cook and, and solidify cook. exactly yeah. so it's just you need a lot um yeah eggs benedict is by far my favorite breakfast like a really well done eggs benedict with like home fries or something on the side i have two favorites mm-hmm. one is a breakfast sandwich mm-hmm. it is a simple egg uh patty sausage mm-hmm. cheese mm-hmm. 
American or cheddar. Sure. I and I I hate American cheese, but I will have it on this because it's just it's what it is. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm with, so into this right now. Everything toasted bagel. Fuck yeah. With a few dabs of Frank's hot sauce. Yes. <laughs> Let's go out for breakfast sometime. Yes, that is with a cup of coffee. Buttered bagel? Sure. Sure. I mean, it's got enough sure, butter that shit up. fat and creaminess. You know what I've done before also? Uh, you put cream cheese mm. and then all that. Oh, I um, can do cream cheese with certain things. I don't know about cream cheese with egg. I haven't had it yet. When you have the... You know, what, you know why? It's because it's the equivalent of blue cheese and wings when you have the cheesiness... And you have the runny, yolky eggs yeah. with the hot sauce. And Ugh. then you get little cream cheese. But the cream cheese gets like, it gets toned down from the the burned bits of the everything bagel because yep. the salt burns on everything bagel. Ugh. And so does the onion pieces because they're dried. So you get like these little charred, like almost barbecued pecks Ugh. of flavor. Yes. So that's one of mine. And then the other one. I don't one, think you're going to be able to top that one. <laughs> so go ahead. The other one is just omelets. I just love omelets. Yep. Nope. I love omelets. not an omelet guy. No, no, it's dumb. I what love, a dumb way to serve eggs. I love, I love like goat cheese, spinach, Fuck. onion, no. God, omelets, Jesus. with toast and home fries. <gasps> like the classic diner. Oh yeah. Oh, so good. No. I've never had an omelet where I was like, "Fuck yeah, this omelet." <laughs> like maybe like the closest thing would be like a meat lovers omelet or something. I will say this: I, I need I need omelets after I had a, a long night or I had a drink at night. Yeah. Like my, I think my favorite, one of my favorite things to do is to get breakfast with uh, one of my best friends up in, just in in the world. One of my best friends, but he lives in Montreal. He he has a fantastic th- way of getting me too drunk, <laughs> and <laughs> he and Gabe, if you're listening, you know you have the skill. Where like I swear to God, side note, every time I've gone out with him, and we've intended to just be calm, I end <laughs> calm. up I end up feeling sick. I remember one night it was legit. We'll grab two pints at the local pub and we'll call it a night because I got to drive home tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> Fast forward three hours. I'm walking 30 minutes downtown with him to find shots. <laughs> to find shots. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, I don't, ugh. anyways, anyways. Um, but the breakfast the next day. Post drunk breakfast. Oh, holy shit. You amazing. could eat whatever the fuck you want for post drunk breakfast, and it's the best breakfast in the world. And we do. Yeah. And we do. <laughs> it starts off with coffee. Yeah. So you flood demons out just from coffee. <laughs> and then we get we then we get breakfast with coffee. Yeah. And we flood everything out again and then you're stuffed. And then he uh I don't I, hopefully he stopped, but he smoked cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. So then it's post breakfast coffee with yeah, a cigarette like sex yeah. <laughs> cigarette and then exactly and then it's just coffee cigarette yeah and back to the house before you know we cleanse ourselves from the morning yeah. <laughs> and that's that's like a tradition for me up there with yeah so it's 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 fun that's a good time but yeah but usually i go for the omelets yeah because i just need something just i get it yeah you know what i mean i, I don't, it's just like fried like basically just to me an over scrambled egg omelets like every omelet i've had i'm like this is scrambled egg with ingredients that's overcooked uh it's like too yes like yeah the thing well it's yes just not my thing yes the, the consistency is different because yeah. the way it, it melds in the ingredients is, becomes a, a f- form <laughs> yeah it's a bit it's firmer right yeah. um you know what i did on the weekend that i'm really proud of mm-hmm. i worked on a bottle of tequila okay and i was not that hungover the next day oh you worked on it (laughs) 
Well, Scammon and I basically drink half a bottle. But, wow. Yeah. Um, and it was crazy because it's it's really weird. I can drink tequila. I love drinking whiskey. Yep. Whether it's scotch, bourbon, Irish whiskey is probably my go-to. Um, I can drink almost any kind of alcohol, especially straight. But if I have beer, mm-hmm. for some reason, yeah, I feel like shit. I think that's a pretty common thing. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, what is it about beer that makes me feel so shitty? There's like <clears throat> carbs in it, sweetness. Maybe not sweetness, but like for me, I love cider. And if I have well, that's basically three, that's basically sugar. That's basically sugar. that's basically apple juice left out too long exactly. and then <laughs> fermented apple juice. Yeah, that's basically oh, what it's it is. so good. But hangover, without a doubt, every night. And like they're not terrible. It's just your head feels dry. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, get, like, like the, the hollow headache. pain. Yeah. And it's just, oh, man, this fucking sucks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> See, with the tequila, I woke up, and I didn't have the hollow pain that much. It was more just, I need water. I can have water. I need lots of it now. Yeah. Like, that was that was it. And yeah. I, th- I just thought, wow, I I had just straight tequila last night with Scammon, and we yeah. killed almost a little bit over half a bottle, and I'm, I'm okay. That's what a lot of people say. Like, if you want to go crazy and you're out with all your friends and you do not want to hang over, like you have a, a job interview or something the next day, just do straight shots. You know what? You know what our our tequila drink was? Mm. Uh, tequila with uh, lime. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It. Yeah, just I, I just with like <laughs> sprinkled some lime yes. juice in there. Because because first of all, I asked him because we have like we have like the general. It's basically all hongs, right? But we have the bar. <laughs> you you have a bar. Yeah, and I was saying uh, I went to scam. And I said, which one looks like hongs? And and he pointed to one. He said, that's definitely hongs. I said, okay, so this is this is like fair game. He was like, yeah. Do you want some? <laughs> yeah, let's nice. go. So we go upstairs. He goes, so what are you planning on having? And I was thinking, I don't ever drink tequila, so I just had a. Aggravate tequila for me is just like uh, it's it's the you ever hit yourself? What? You ever hit yourself? <laughs> I get like punch yourself? No, like you ever get so frustrated you just like take your hand and you just smack yourself? No. Okay, well dubs, that's te- weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird thing that you do. Uh, don't shame me. So I tequila- <laughs> like, punch my leg when I'm really sucking out a video game. I like punch my thigh. Okay. So see, see to me so, that's sure. To, to me that's really weird. So Okay. Yeah, hmm. right? So, anyways. Right into our email address. How do you hurt yourself? <laughs> yeah. So, I, for me, tequila is that I want to feel suffering. It's not the, ooh, I want to enjoy it. It's the, this, something's pissing me off, and this is going to help yeah, fan it. Take out my anger. Fan, yeah, it takes it out. It takes the yeah. winds out the sails. Compared to something like whiskey where I go, oh, this is so nice. Oh, like, I can taste this. You can't this. get mad on whiskey. No, I can't. Yeah. I, I, at least me. At least me. So, with tequila, um... So he goes, what were you planning on having? And I just thought, ah, I don't like mixed drinks and I don't want to do shots. So I don't know. I didn't didn't think that far ahead. And then I saw a bag of limes. I just thought, you have limes with tequila, right? He goes, yep. Yeah, you do. I go, okay. Let's just squeeze lime juice into a a glass and put tequila in it. And then that's it. That sounds great. (laughs) That's like the tequila shot with the salt and the lime and the tequila. Just minus salt. And you just add it. It was uh, good. Yeah. It was just sipped it. Uh yeah nice it was good that's great so good it was actually less sipping more drinking because it was that good it was just <laughs> wow you want some more yeah i'll have some more okay next thing you know that's when i was thinking oh shit dude we just killed half a bottle and he was like yep there it goes you want some more <laughs> you want some more it's like fuck yeah dude like you're feeling good were you like drunk no nah, i was on my way i i was definitely tipsy i don't drink much i drink maybe once a week yeah maybe 
So, and usually it's about it's, as much as me, if not more. Yeah. So it's not like I drink a lot. So yeah. yeah. Which is sad because I have a really good collection. But, <laughs> you do. You have a bar. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Very good stuff. Um, I feel like you've been able to retain. I, I had a good comment about this today to somebody at work where I said, I feel like the whole world, the whole everybody, mm-hmm. everybody from top to bottom, from the CEOs down to the worker bees, were all in hushed anticipation of not wanting to spoil Endgame. Because it comes so out. So many people have seen it. What do you mean, seen it? The, all the critics have seen it. The that, reviews are coming out, and oh. it's out in China. It is out. <laughs> It came out on Wednesday. Oh, shit. Then I'm blackout mode now. Oh, I so was in blackout, blackout mode, mode a week now. ago. I deleted the Twitter and the Reddit app off my phone <laughs> a week ago. So it's... it's Okay, cool. So I'm done now. And, so, like, there's things on the news app, the Apple News app, that I have to, like, quickly swipe past. So there goes Twitter. There goes Reddit. There goes... <laughs> yeah, dude. It's blackout time. Instagram should and be good. And for me, there's two days. Dubs, next time you see me, I'm going to try really hard not to talk about M-Game because I will have seen it twice because I'm seeing it on Friday and Saturday. If I can see it in IMAX with good seats, yes, I will see it as soon as possible. I don't trust that I could have a good viewing experience this soon. Well, here's the thing that you could do with Fandango. Check like every day because they have That's assigned so much seats. Work. D- dude. Go to Fandango, click Avengers, click Manchester or whatever theater. that You're probably going to go to Manchester, right? No, I'm going to go to... It's the one, the one right down the street, AMC. Has uh, IMAX? Yeah. Oh, neat. I've uh, seen, I don't know this area that well. I've seen all of... I saw Infinity War and nice. uh, Last Jedi. Cool. So here's what you do. You check, not every day, days where you're feeling like, you know what? Today could be a day that I go or right. tomorrow or whatever. Check how many seats are taken. Okay. And you'll be able to gauge how hopping this movie is. And guess what, Dubs? You're not going to see it for fucking weeks because this movie's going to be hopping forever. <sighs> People have seen it. I haven't even, like, I saw articles that don't says, even, like... Don't even tell me what the critics said. No, 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 no. Hey, I'm, I'm going to tell you about how I haven't seen what the critics said. I've seen articles like IGN, like, spoiler-free review of Avengers Endgame. What did we think? And then, like, uh, an article on Apple News... Critics have seen Avengers Endgame. Here's what they're saying about it. And, like, I haven't even seen what they're saying about it. And I'm so happy. I don't want to know. I got two days. And I told you I took Friday off. <laughs> I took a vacation day on Friday because people that work right next to me are seeing it tomorrow night, Thursday night. They're going to talk about and it. And I, I, I'm just too scared. They said they're not going to, but I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm taking a vacation day. <sighs> oh, dude. I only got one more day of work. Then I just got to sit at home. And just occupy my mind and don't go on the internet. And then I'm just going to drive to the theater, put in earplugs, earplugs, and just walk into the theater so assholes in the thing don't spoil it. Although, I've never heard or encountered that happening. Did I tell you what happened when I saw Captain Marvel? No. Did someone spoil it? No. But I was... My girlfriend was with me, and she was prepared for what I had to do because it was you do whatever it takes to to keep the blackout strong. <laughs> so she saw. Hey, she I don't saw, know about whatever it takes. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so she she saw Captain Marvel, so she already knew what the movie trailer for Endgame was going to be. Oh, so I was waiting for her to be like, here it is, here it is. <laughs> so I had earplugs um, in. Mm-hmm. Now here's what I forgot. The earplugs, like your fingers, or you? No, actual. actual ear- ear- I have high quality earplugs from when I played in bands. 
yeah. that I had. Here's what I forgot. The earplugs I got were high quality earplugs. However, the problem with them is that I forgot that they were made for like not needing in-ear monitors when you play live. Yeah. So in other words, instead of you you know the foamy squishy yeah. earplugs. Yeah. Those are just a like rudimentary style of just like Block your blocking ear the ears yeah. with from sound, which is great when you want to avoid stuff, which I should have thought of. The earplugs I had because I just thought I need earplugs. I need oh I have earplugs. I'll just grab these. The thing I forgot about these earplugs is that they're actually spiraled into a plug. Okay. And there's a little channel that's open in them, oh. so it reduces the sound. So when you go to a concert but or you or you're playing sound, live, it reduces everything by like. 50%. Gotcha. Or more like it reduces it by 40%. That's interesting. So you can still hear everything with perfect, like really good clarity, but the decibel level is lower. That's really smart. Yeah. So they're really not. I loved them. Not good for bringing to a movie theater. To not good for players. trying to avoid stuff. So <laughs> it starts playing and I put them in and the second I put them in, because I put them in when the, the trailers first started, I was like, here I go. I'll be prepared. Look how smart I am. Bloop. And then I put them in and I just went, wait a minute. Uh-oh. I can hear Uh-oh. everything. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just went, wait, wait, wait. Oh fuck! You yeah, yeah. you covered your hands, but it wasn't working because yeah, it's <laughs> it lets enough. in sound from yeah. outside. Yes, because it's designed to do that. Yeah. So I just thought, oh no! So when it finally happened, I had to. If this is, I'm here and she's here. I this is what I did. I had to do this. Yeah, earmuffs into her. Oh my god! And then I had to start singing because <laughs> I can still hear everything because it's too loud and my earplugs ain't working well. <laughs> So I was doing that, and it kept going, and kept going, and I was just like, "It's a long trailer." How many people were in the theater when you saw it? Uh, maybe twelve. They were all next to me. Okay, <laughs> you ruined the, that trailer for twelve people. Good, good, good. They should all be ashamed of themselves for keeping their eyes and ears open. So did were, did you manage to take the earplugs out before you earmuffed? No, um, no. Too scared. Yeah. So the second you pop them out, you just hear spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah, it's just like it just starts off with like an Iron Man scene or something. Like, no! Oh my God, Steve Rogers is dying. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard, I heard Tony Stark talking. I forget yeah. what he said, uh, but I yes. got really mad because I was hearing his voice. Yep. And you know what else I did? Like mm. after that, I watched uh, Sherlock with the Sherlock RDJ Holmes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I needed to see. RDJ be somebody else other than Tony Stark. Yep. Because it's just... I love those movies. They're so cool. Sherlock? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. And they're like almost B-movies. No. But Sherlock with uh, RDJ and Jude Law? Yeah. That was a fun movie. It's super fun. Not good. What? <laughs> no. That was a that was well that was I well loved done. him. I also love the score. Hans Zimmer? Ugh. Yeah, that was... Killed dude, that, that was one. a good movie. They were great. Uh, dude, I'm on the same side with you. You're calling them B-movies. B I'm calling them uh, Chris Love. Critics? Nah. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. See, see fuck critics. It, yeah. I don't for the most I, part. I don't think I've ever read a movie review for for anything I've... I've been... I read game reviews more than I read movie. I don't read movie... I think the only movie reviews I've ever read are from Timmy. Mm. Like your friend? Yeah, yeah. Because Timmy would write reviews. Yeah, and I would, I would, because he wrote awesome reviews. He never spoiled anything. I mean, he did actually in some of them. But, but like, <laughs> great job, Timmy. Yeah. But he 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 had a great way of breaking down film. So yeah. for me, it was awesome to read that and also support a friend. So I liked yeah. it. But besides that, I didn't give a fuck about. Gotcha. About the. 
You know what's weird though? I care. To, I do care about what they care about because I could sit down with Timmy and I've done it, and I'll talk for two hours about movies and I know nothing about movies. Yeah, because Timmy's knowledge is so vast. He's a walking Wikipedia. Movies. I'm sure he loves talking to you about movies. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Dubs, tell me why this movie's so good. <laughs> tell me more about Sherlock Holmes, please. <laughs> it was a good movie. It was a fun movie. Just I loved like them. the Mummy. There was that dumb part Come where on. just like uh, the Mummy. Yeah, exactly. It's like on par with the mummy. The kind Brendan of fun, Fraser, but not great. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, obviously. Right. Um, but like, there's that scene because I just watched it recently too, which is so weird that you just decided to watch it recently. When he plays the violin, he goes, "If I play in a chromatic yeah. scale, yeah. they don't do anything. Yeah. But when I play disordinately, they yeah. spin in concentric circles." Yeah. So dumb. Like he's just figuring shit out. He's no, no, but it's just, just it's Sherlockin. Just, you have to realize, like the Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock and the RDJ Sherlock are two takes of the same Sherlock. Yeah. Oh, there's the so many. Benedict of them Cumberbatch too. is the is the sociopath Sherlock Holmes. RDJ Sherlock is the unhinged, crazy A drunk, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're two very different. Exactly. Sherlocks. And then there's Elementary, where Sherlock is Lucy Liu. Um. I, yeah, I forget. Or no, no, no. What? I think she's Watson. Oh, okay. Um, that's and I forget a, that, the main different. actor's name, but there's another one. And then Ian McKellen played Sherlock Holmes in a movie or a Broadway thing recently. You know what I never told you? Mm. I saw the Joker trailer. Oh, yeah. Yes. Pretty interesting. That is also a similar thing where it's a very... It's not very different, but it's a different take. That's an extremely different take. Mm. Yeah. You had Jack Nicholas and... Um, Jack Nicholson. No, sorry, Jack Nicholson. You had the golf player. Yeah, the golf player. <laughs> sorry, I've, Heath the, Ledger. The Masters just happened, so it's it's all that. Yeah, the big two. Um, you had Jack Nicholas and Jared Leto. And Jared Leto, right? They had <laughs> they had more of the similar gangster mafia, uh, like hardcore, yeah, mob person style, damaged, yeah, or just criminal. Yeah, they were hardcore evil criminals. Yep. Um, like like mafia lords, and then you have. Uh, Heath Ledger, and now you have uh, Hawkin Phoenix. Yeah, and they're the like the mental Joker. Yeah, exactly, the mental, yeah, yeah, yeah. the unhinged. Well, Heath Ledger wasn't really that unhinged. It was more of he was pretty with it, but he was he was very disturbed. He was more of a serial killer style yeah. Joker, and I think Phoenix is going to be more of the. I'm mentally unhinged. Yeah, Joker. Try to diagnose my mental disorders. Yes. Um. Yeah, dude, it looks weird. It looks cool. Uh, Robert De Niro is in it. I do like Robert De Niro in it. I yeah. think that's sick. I think it's cool that he's in it. I, I, I It's just weird because they, they, they drill it so hard in the trailers already. You just look how often he gets beat up by strangers. It's just this weird, <laughs> just this weird thing of just, I get I it. It's like he's this weird guy that you would almost feel for, but like he's too weird to like actually like hang out with. Like if if you worked with him or you saw him like every day and you like knew him by name or whatever, this guy and like he's a weirdo, but like you feel bad for him because like he's always getting picked on. He's always getting beat up and stuff like that. But I'd be nice to him. But he's like weird and he like lives with his old mom and he has a weirdly close relationship to his old mom. You'd be nice to him, but like you wouldn't invite him over. You wouldn't go get a drink with him. So he's just so distant and he only talks to his mom and his mom just tells him, you got to make people laugh. And like, I don't know. Like, it's like, you know, there are those people where it's like, you were raised weird. <laughs> like, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you I don't, don't know. know how to be a person. Yeah, exactly. It's that taken to an extreme with some mental disorders peppered in. It does. And then he snaps. You know, what's weird, though. It almost looks like 
it's almost it almost feels good to see him in the purple yeah like that just, vibrant like jack yeah. nicholson purple yeah but like you're, you're just the, you're almost happy to see him just be him yeah it's just oh it's your turn now like you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, just, yeah, yeah. oh okay <laughs> it's like <laughs> watching a new james bond trailer it's like ooh. <laughs> yeah exactly it's like oh i can't wait for you to catch those people who beat you <laughs> <laughs> like you're rooting for him in a yeah. way it, like i still don't know what the story is about though which i, I love think the story is just an trailer. origin story i think it's li- literally just yeah this is how the, this joker came to be yep and this is why he's this way yeah and i bet you it like ends who's with, the bad guy what does he end up doing once his heist or i bet you it ends he... with him getting away from the cops with some masterful crazy shit and that's uh-huh. it and that's the end of the movie and then you see on the top of a building a cowl <laughs> in the shape of a bat yeah right but not really because batman doesn't look like a bat really who do you think would be the next... Uh, isn't there another Batman coming out? There's going to be one called The Batman that was originally written, directed, and starring Ben Affleck, which I was totally down for. And then he decided that he wants to focus more on portraying uh, Batman. So he stepped down from directing, still wrote the script, but now he's just a writer and actor. And oh, so he's still Batman. Yeah. Well, hold on. And then they <laughs> <laughs> realized that they tweaked the script a little bit and they're like, okay, you know what? Nope. For this story we want to tell, we we're going to tell it with an older Batman, like basically the Batman from um, Suicide Squad and uh, uh, Batman versus Superman and Justice League, like the Ben Affleck Batman. Batman and Suicide Squad. He was in Suicide Squad for a little bit. What was it? Did you see it? Yeah. Doesn't he attack Joker's car when he's getting away with Harley Quinn? No, the cops were taking Harley Quinn and Joker saves her. I think in the extended cut or something, Batman was in it. Ben Affleck Batman? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. So <laughs> the Ben Affleck Batman, they, he's like this older, like he already had Robin get murdered and shit like that. Um, so it's supposed to gonna be like a, his story, and then he realized, you know what? No, for this story, we want a younger Batman. So I'm also stepping down from acting. But I still think we're gonna see Ben Affleck Batman eventually. And I think DC, hopefully, is just giving up doing the, let's try to be Marvel. Let's try to build it. You say that, but then Shazam came out. Did you see Shazam? No, I want to. It was really fun. You saw it? Super fun. I would totally recommend it. It's the movie Big with Tom Hanks with superpowers. (laughs) Like, a kid becomes an adult, and he has his best friend, and his best friend's like, holy shit, you're an adult. Let's go do adult things. But, holy shit, you're a superhero adult. Let's go do superhero (laughs) adult things. (laughs) Like, keeps trying to come up with superhero names for him. Like, has this whole session where they try to figure out what his powers are. <laughs> oh, so cool. Um, barely in the DC universe. Like, there are references to the other stuff, but that's it. Okay. Um, well, no, I want DC to keep being the dark side. The dark MCU? Like, the thing that made me the most upset about... Uh, what is that? When they form a group... What Justice is this League? There you go. You, when they come together like uh what's the dark what, avengers it's, <laughs> well avengers is dark now but like <laughs> the thing with with justice league that i thought was going to be cool was if they just you know they need i think they need to do what they did with wonder woman yeah. with all of the movies what did they do with wonder woman whatever the fuck they did because i don't know <laughs> just i don't know i don't know what they did just wonder woman uh, if only timmy were here what if only timmy was here yeah he to would translate he, what you're trying he to would say. translate because he fucking knows what i'm yeah. saying just whatever they did made that movie so fucking good do think, that to all of them yeah do that to all of them wonder woman was a very personal story like it was about wonder woman it was about this person like iron man iron man you see this cocky billionaire asshole get 
fucking shit kicked in his face. And oh. then you see him grow from that. And it's all from his point of view. Right. Where like Thor is like, look at all this wacky stuff going on. Oh, this guy's kind of upset. Blah, blah, blah. But like, there's too much going on. Well, there's still growth with Thor. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but there's a way really hone in on it with stuff like Iron Man and Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman is about her. It's about her. She loses her aunt who she looks up to so much. She meets this guy. Here's what she thinks about this guy. And then it also it's like also here's her effects in World War One. But and here's her growth being like (coughs) taken from a sheltered world into a a very different world. Yeah. Like it was very about her. The way it was shot, the way it was edited, the way it was produced, yeah. the soundtrack, all of it, the, even the fight scenes, the action, just, the fight scenes, yeah. all of it was just Kick fucking ass. just amazing. Yeah. Do that with all of them. Uh, same thing with Shazam. Like, like I said, it's big. It's yeah. a story about the, these two boys. One of them can say a word and flip back and forth to being a boy and a superhero, like a ripped superhero. Also, uh, shout out to Zachary Levi, who's fucking yoked for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> some you sh- was that all him, or was there some like? I think there may have been some padding. I'd be blown away if there wasn't padding in that. I was suit. Say, he looks like comically like, big. Sometimes. He looked like he could crush the Rock in an arm wrestling competition. <laughs> also, his head doesn't match his arms or his chest. Exactly, like so. <laughs> he looked like Zachary Levi wearing a bigger man's body. <laughs> like <laughs> yes, he was comically big. Yeah. Um, the, I think the biggest, the saddest thing about Justice League for me was when they tried to make it funny. Yeah, no, just and that's do when your I was thing. Just, just do your dark. Why are you, the only, the only thing they had to do, which was the perfect level of funny but serious, mm-hmm. was spoiler alert if you care, was when don't care the who's the fast one the Flash Fla- Flash the Flash when they finally get Superman yeah and the Flash is running and Superman's tracking him with his eyes and super and Flash is just like what the fuck <laughs> yeah just, <laughs> you could see me yeah that yeah. was like the best that was great funny but that's all you need you don't need these little quips like yeah I told you. Like, yeah, like exactly. all this other shit. You don't, you don't need that. Exactly. You don't need that at all. And just keep it dark. Like I love the fact that like Batman openly just kills people. Yep. Just I. It took me a while to get on board with that, but I'm like, who the fuck cares? Well, I like it because it's such a different Batman. Yeah. It's fucking Ben Affleck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Cool. He's seen some shit. Here's yeah. an Argo. He's just coming by <laughs> with like dual 50 caliber machine guns and blasting people to pieces and then yeah. breaking people's backs over his knee Duh. and punching them through There's the walls. There's that one dude who he rocketed headfirst <laughs> into the ground, like flipped him upside down and then grabbed his hips and threw him as hard as he could straight down. And the way he's... That guy's he, neck doesn't exist. Yeah, and the way he sounds, because he, he sounds, he's just, just yeah, like oh, dude, so good. It's just, and that's also, and there was a reason for that in the story too. Like he's over it. <laughs> he's lost. Mur- Robin was murdered in front of him. Really? Like, that it was like implied. It was uh, because there was a scene in one of the movies where he's walking through the Batcave, or it's showing, it's panning through the Batcave, and you see a bunch of Batman references from, like, oh, things from the comics happened to this version of Batman. And one of them was Robin's suit all ripped up and bloody, and there was, like, Joker writing on it. So Joker, um, Jared Leto, murdered one of his Robins. Which one is, of his Robins? Yeah, Batman has four Robins. Because they, uh, one of them, Dick Grayson, the first one, uh, turned into Nightwing when okay. he was too old to be, like, a sidekick. And he, like, helped out Batman, and then he became the next Batman when Batman retired from being Batman. And then there was Tim Drake, which I think is the one who got murdered by Joker and became Red Hood, who started murdering people with guns. Uh-huh. He was, like, a vigilante anti-hero. I was going to say, the guy who, uh, he basically turned on justice, right? Like, he was all just... 
Yeah. Is that what I'm thinking of? He, he would, like, go out to, like, drug deals and murder everybody at the drug deal. <laughs> so, like, that kind of stuff. Vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was his son. He had a son with Talia al Ghul. Um, uh, I forget that one's name. He was a bitch. Uh, and then there was one other dude. Fuck, I forgot their names. It's been a while. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So, like, the classic Robin that everybody knows, uh, Dick Grayson, yeah. he became Nightwing. Okay. Who's okay. awesome. And then he became the next Batman when Batman got too old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Damien Gray? Oh. Damien something was one of the... You know what I did Robins. see in a trailer that I also just allowed myself to like gulp down? Yes. Uh, the new Spider-Man movie. I thought you were going to say Star Wars. <laughs> no. Why okay. would yeah, I do Spider-Man, that? great, right? Dude, can I... Spoiler alert for the trailer. Um... <laughs> I don't know who the character Gyllenhaal plays, but that's really fucking cool. Yeah. And oh, dude, just, it's going to be He pops cool. up and he just goes, like, this isn't for you, kid. I got this. Yeah, whatever. stay out of this. Stay out of this. This is, for, this is for me. And then shoots fucking green magic from his hands. And I was like, oh, is he Green Lantern? And my girlfriend was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't look him up. Don't look up anything about him. I don't even know what to look up. Okay, perfect. Don't Just Jake Gyllenhaal Spider Man. Yeah, no, don't no. do that. Okay, because <laughs> it'll say the character's name, and then you might recognize the character's name, or you might go down a rabbit hole. And... You see, I don't really know comic books like that. That's yeah. the problem. So I don't really know this character. Like, I didn't know who Captain Marvel was. Yeah, again, Captain Star Wars. Like, okay, cool. yeah. Just <laughs> Captain Star Wars. I can't That's wait to the... see Captain DC. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit what I thought. I just went. Wait a minute, Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's a stupid name. Do it's you know the what? name of the? It's the name of the studio. Like that's, is this a, yeah, are they weird. joking or is this a real thing? Also, you've seen the movie now. They never yeah. say Captain Marvel nope. in the movie. Nope. They never address her as that. I wonder if they will in Endgame. There are people out there who know. Dude, the end of uh, the very end. Of, spoiler alert! The very end <laughs> of Captain Marvel. Yeah, like the end end credits. Yeah, was awesome. The one where she shows up with the Avengers. Yeah, when yeah. they're just like, what the fuck happened? What? Why did it stop? Just why did it stop? Start it back up again. And, and just, you and I, we knew why it stopped. Yeah. <laughs> no, You're I, just waiting for her to show up. See, cause I, no, I didn't know why it stopped. Oh, okay. I don't know what that meant she was I there. I figured it meant she was there. No, I had no idea. I was like, oh, shit. Does that mean she she's didn't get it then? <laughs> and then, it's all, then they all just go, what the fuck? And she's just... They turn around. Where's Fury? Where's Fury? Yeah, oh! Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, ooh, honey, ooh. sit down. We got bad news. It's just... <laughs> Oh, a lot of shit's gone down. <laughs> I can't wait to hear like her perspective because he snapped his fingers. Half the people in the universe died, so she probably saw some of it. Yeah, but then don't you think she would have come back home if she even knew what to do? Like, how would she know that Earth is where this? She would be the most help because she's her probably home. hanging around the Cree planet. No, no, she was a Cree. I mean, as far as she knows, she was a Cree, and they told her, "Oh, you're actually human." And she goes, "Cool, I believe you. I still don't remember." But, like, I get it. No, in the movie, she was human who was given Kree powers from the reactor. And then memory was wiped. But she's technically human. Right. But so I, she's, I don't so think she would Earth consider her Earth planet. her home. But she, does. she doesn't remember it. But she comes back to it. Yeah. Because no. she got the message from Fury. <laughs> Wait, no. No, 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 no. I'm saying she comes back to her life there. She remembers all the shit about her. I don't her. think she remembers. She has the flashback at the very end. She remembers oh. all of it. She remembers falling as a kid and failing and racing and and maybe I gotta watch it again. All these and she keeps, because she, oh, it's that scene when she gets back up. Yeah, all the t- all the way back to her childhood. Yep, yep, yep. She remembers her that entire scene life that they freaking hammered into our brains in the trailer. <laughs> 
See, I didn't really watch that. That was basically the trailer. <laughs> See, I didn't watch that. So that was really cool to me. That was my favorite part of the movie. When wow. they were going back in time. Yeah. And then that moment, and they were just showing her getting back up after getting each back massive up, back failure. Up, back up, back up. And she yeah. falls in training, and yep. she's on the rope, and all this other stuff. And I was like, oh, fucking badass. You know what my favorite part of that movie was? What? Uh, Jude Law's like, you want to really fight me? Don't use your yeah. powers. Let's go one to one. She's like, he's no. <laughs> Yeah. So good. So I don't have to prove anything to and you. That, <laughs> that was my like favorite character moment. She's like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what's also cool? Drew Law did a good job. Yeah. He did, did a not, really good did job. Did not expect him to be the bad guy. And, he did and then like when he became the bad guy, I'm like still like, I get it. Like, <laughs> But like he sells it really, really well. Yeah, he's great. Do me a favor. Okay. Because I forget. Because the only version of Dark World I watched was with no subtitles. So I don't know anything about the Dark Elves. The <laughs> dude with the hammer. Ronan. Ronan. From Captain Marvel and Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that the movie he was from? I thought he yeah. was from Thor. He was the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. And he really gets the power stone, slaps the power stone in the hammer. He's going to go down to the Kree, or um, to the Nova home planet and smash it. Xandar. Oh, right, 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 right. But they right. stopped him. They stopped him. Hid right. the power stone there on Xandar. The beginning of Infinity War, Thanos has the power stone. So he probably fucked up Xandar. Right. There is an event. But I thought Ronan was in another movie as well. I thought he was in Dark World. No. Um, because him and Nebula were, were talking a bunch. Or is that in Ga- Guardians? He's, she's from Guardians. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. My bad. Okay. You gotta rewatch them all, man. I do have to re- I have to rewatch uh, Guardians. Yeah. Guardians one because oh, that so was good. a long time ago. It was a long time ago, and I would rewatch Guardians one because that's that's all about the Power Stone. Like that movie, besides maybe Avengers, was most directly about one of the Infinity Stones. Well, the first Avengers was about uh, the Tesseract, which, which is the, is the Space Stone, right? Yeah, had the Space Stone in it, and Loki had the Mind Stone in his scepter. Right, but where? What happened to the Mind Stone? The in Avengers two was all about the Mind Stone oh, because Ultron, they're right, trying that, to learn right, from right, it and right, it creates right. and that turned into uh, Ultron, Ultron and then Ultron's trying to make a Vision. He wants like Ultron's original plan was to be Vision, but they stole Vision at the last second and whoop slapped Jar- Jarvis into it. Right, and that's how we got our Vision. That's how we got the Paul Mind Stone. Yeah, yeah, right. Big Which I didn't Benny. realize he was that tall unless there's lifts in those boots. I think he's tall. He's a tall, skinny, lanky British man. That tall? I mean, how tall was he? He's tall. He's tall. He's a tall dude. Isn't he taller than uh, Hemsworth? I don't think he's taller than Hemsworth. Hemsworth is the tallest dude. Hold on, let me look this up. Keep talking. You know what a favorite conversation at my job is? Mm-hmm. Uh, who would you rather hook up with? Oh, God. Uh, Captain America or Thor? Funny, funny that Tony Stark is not involved in this conversation. Who would I <laughs> rather hook up with? Yes. Um, yes, I know you're straight, but regardless, no, it wasn't even what I was bringing up. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> that's usually everybody's first event. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm I can't, it's impossible. Like, Shut up, they're both beautiful men. Just choose one of them, just, just um, do it, just choose one. It's hard to find how tall someone is. It's not really on Wikipedia. how tall is Chris Hemsworth. Jesus Christ, how tall is Paul Bettany? 6'3? 6'3. Oh, he's a tall boy. Oh, they're both tall boys. He's six three. They are tall boys. They are tall boys. Yeah. Anyway, um, like the actual MCU characters MCU or the actors. Characters. Are we talking Hemsworth or Evans or yes. Captain America or Thor? 
Aren't they the same? No, because one of them is an actor. One of them is a super soldier. <laughs> oh my god! You're Ooh, not I think I just gave first. away my my answer. <laughs> no, like if it was Captain, if it was Chris Hemsworth as Thor, or Chris Evans as Captain America. You're, I'm now more confused. You said Chris Evans as Captain America. I mean, Chris. Yes. Am I in the MCU banging Captain America? Or am I in Earth you're in, banging Chris Evans? You're now. Yes. And then Captain real America. Life. Yes. From the MCU walks in. Real Captain America. Like, has superpowers. Why does that matter? Because <laughs> one of them, my hips are going to get crushed. <laughs> no, no, no. First of all, they both, I think, can restrain themselves to not to not kill you. Hemsworth is too rippled. Like he's got like Excuse a me? twenty pack. <laughs> Excuse me, he's too rippled. Yeah, and and Chris Evans is not not too rippled. Chris Evans is swole. Yeah, not Hemsworth though. Like Hemsworth looks like a fake human being. Have you seen Chris Evans with his shirt off? I don't think so. Like, what's the last time you saw like Captain America or or yeah any of the Captain yeah, America Captain movies? America one? He's swole. Chris Evans is swoller. Uh, Hemsworth. I don't know about that, dude. Chris Hemsworth. Captain America has to walk around with his chest out because his no fucking shoulders and his chest shirt. are so big. Yeah, pull up shirtless pictures of both of them. <laughs> right now. I'm telling okay. you. Chris so. Evans is more thick than Thor. Look at this meat cake from Ragnarok. He has arm okay, veins. His, okay, his arms are huge. His, yes, his arms are huge. <laughs> They're now, stupid. Yes, well, look at his chest and look at his abs. Yeah, I did. I They're did. just defined. Evans, now look at Chris no Evans. Shirt. No shirt. He's got titties. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a chest because he's swole. Man, there are so many movies that he's swollen because he's just really? been swole forever. Jesus Christ. Here he is from uh, First Captain America. Literally looks like an action figure. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> he's got C cups. I mean, he's glistening in that picture, but find a picture where he's not glistening and he's just cut. Jesus. Yeah, he's a he's a beefcake. He's swole. He's just not he's not Hemsworth swole though. That's Hemsworth. from Final Fantasy. Well not Final Fantasy. That's from <laughs> That's from Fantastic Final, Four. Fantastic Four. That doesn't count. That's not the same. I he's can't find Captain much America. else. This is another one from Captain America. The slightly less glistening. You got to find a more recent one. Th- this is all I'm finding. This is the best oh we got of shirtless Evans. Okay, fine. I don't think he just goes around no, 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 flashing no, 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 no. his titties fine, like Hemsworth fine. does. Him, find him in just a T-shirt from from Winter Soldier. Here he is in a long sleeve from uh, Infinity War. See, that's the, the the dark color is designed to kind of take it away from him. <laughs> Find him You're in a, a white real t-shirt. Tough time Find him in a proving. white t-shirt. Well, I'm just as a as a as a as a guy who is in the gym quite frequently. I'm telling you, they're both in fantastic shape. They're both ripped. They're both fucking huge, but they are different styles of built. Ooh, here's that scene where he's chopping wood and uh, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> where he's ripping logs in half <laughs> with Tony Stark and uh, Avengers look, 2. Look at his lats when he turns. Do you see this muscle right underneath? Look that, at his. There shouldn't be a muscle there. Look at his. Look at his. Look at it. 
Look at it. <laughs> He's literally ripping a log. I don't even think they needed to use a prop log. <laughs> that was just <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I still say Evans. You say Evans? Yeah, or Captain America. Real Captain America. So you- Okay. Because he's also a gentleman. <laughs> Where Thor is, Thor is a, a dr- fucking cocky god. <laughs> a cocky drunk. And he's now got a weird different eye that was up uh, Rocket's butt. I don't, want, I don't want to be near that. I don't want that. I don't want to get pink eye from his eye. <laughs> okay. Well, what about you? I'm assuming since you tried so hard to disprove me, you're going Thor. And I, this that's even sacrilegious for me to say because I'm Scandinavian. <laughs> How tall is Chris Evans? What? <laughs> How tall is actor Chris Evans? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Siri, please, at some point in your life, get good. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Evans height. This is riveting radio. <laughs> he's uh, six foot. And he's 37? He looks like that at 37. I feel great about myself. I He looks kind of old, right? No, he looks really young. Oh. That body at 37? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um I I like Thor more. Mm-hmm. But realistically, I Thor as like a a a love interest. Like would you want to date no, Thor like, more? Like no, more, like I like Thor more as in I think he's a more beautiful man than Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah. Nothing against Chris Evans. Yeah. But as far as a actual like session of getting dick down, mm-hmm. like Chris Evans, I think, is more manageable at that height for me. <laughs> Get dick down. Yeah. All right. Cool. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Chris Evans, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to answer because I figured when I sent it to you, you had a good, a good answer. Um, what gaming experience would you never forget and why? Shadow of the Colossus. It's the game that truly showed me that like games aren't just get through this level, beat the boss, you win, here's your prize. Like what that did you game, learn from that? That game made me feel things. <laughs> uh, did you ever play it? Are you no. familiar with it? No. You got to get a PS4 to play it. Um, but you're supposed to buy me one, right? I'll give you my copy of Shadow of the Colossus when you get a PS4. How about that? How about you buy me that PS4, and then I'll buy you that Xbox. And that I'll get you- game is basically you are this dude who has a girl. She could be your girlfriend, your sister, your wife. You don't really know because she's dead, and you bring her to this forbidden land. That her corpse? Is, huh, her corpse, and you lay her on this altar in this beautiful church, and there's 16 statues lining this giant open um, cathedral room. There's eight on each side and they depict these big monsters. Um, And this voice tells you, oh, and like way more dramatic than this in like some weird, not real made up language, but there's subtitles and it talks really slow and it's like thou hast blah, blah, blah. But it basically says like, oh, you got a dead girlfriend. I can help you with that. You must free the spirits from these 16 colossi that are around this world. And once you do, I'll reawaken your girlfriend. And you also stole this magical sword from wherever you came from to bring to this forbidden land that when you hold it up in the sunlight, it 
you can hone in on where the next Colossi is. So Colossi 1, and then once you kill that one, Colossi 2, etc., etc. So it's just this big open world with, like, caverns and blah, blah, blah. There's no enemies throughout the world. There's no NPCs. It's just you and your horse, and there's, like, birds and lizards. Uh, and you're just trying to get to Colossus, Colossus 1, and you get there, and it's just kind of moseying around doing its thing, and you got to kill it. So you, like, literally, you have to find a way to climb up to its head stab it in the head uh, and you have a sword and you're like a fucking ant crawling up a human and it is fucking rad first of all it's just 16 epic boss battles each one's completely different and then the story progresses and uh, it makes you feel a lot of things because <laughs> like each time you beat one that voice talks to you and like each four colossi you see a cutscene of people back from the world that you left like their reactions to what you're doing and like oh, they know what you're doing they know what you're doing they know you stole the sword and you are in the forbidden land so they're basically trying to get you and stop you and then the ending i just the ending that's all i'll say about it because that's all i can say about it without spoiling it and it's amazing and you could replay it they have that was like one of the first games that had new game plus actually i don't even know if that's true but it had new game plus and it was the first game i experienced so you beat it and as you play it you get like you could like power up your bow and power up your sword and stuff like that and like your health meter goes up and your stamina yeah. meter you level uh, up. and you could play it again with all of those power-ups ah, and then you okay. could get more power-ups and then there's like just fun things like time challenge mode so like it becomes a video game after you beat it but before you beat it it's like a fucking rock your balls off beautiful story it's amazing hmm. and just like the literal beauty of the world like you're in this canyon and there's like vines growing around and it's so deep that the sun doesn't really penetrate but sometimes you'll just see like a beam of sunlight and like you ride through and there's like dust particles through the sunlight and stuff like that and like birds fly out of the way while so you're wait, trying wait, to get there wait. out of your entire life of being uh, out of your entire <laughs> lifetime mm-hmm. this game on ps4 is the game that it came out on ps2 and they remade it for PS3, and then they remade it for PS4, because everybody in the world needs to play this game, so they're going to keep it relevant forever. Shit. Okay, so you played it first on PS2. Yeah. Okay. When it like first came out, Does too. it look a lot better on PS4? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> they made a trailer for it. So the PS2, it came out again on PS3. They added, they made it widescreen instead of like a CRT TV. They up-resed every texture in the thing, like so every texture was better. Uh, and they increased the frame rate or no, they didn't even increase the frame rate. They just made it more stable at 30 because you're f- climbing on this huge colossus. Sometimes it would chug a little bit when you're playing and it looked great. It was just the original game that you remember, but like tweaked to look better on PS3 PS4. They pretty much rebuilt it from the ground up. So like these giant empty fields that you're running across, you remember like original halo, like yeah. the fields were just polygons that are painted to look like grass. Yeah. Now they added like actual grass that blows in the wind and stuff like that. And like the Colossus fur like moves when it moves, like it swings its arm and it like wiggles on its shoulder and stuff like, like that. As good as God of war. Uh, no, because <laughs> that game is perfection. <laughs> Um, <laughs> visually, but it's gorgeous. And they showed this trailer where they're like, 
Shadow of the Colossus, PS2, and they showed you running across the field, and then PS3, and you're like, oh man, they cleaned that up a bit. Then PS4, and you're like, what did they do? How did they do that? I'll show you the trailer after, okay. but it's like, it's literally like, holy shit. And they show these big moments for the game, and they're like, remember this? Oh man, look how ugly it looked. But then we made it look better. This is what it would look like if it came out now. <laughs> and, and it, it came out, and it ran silky smooth. It 60. was compatible. Yeah, it's 60. It dipped. Uh, you can run it at with a PlayStation PS4 Pro. You can choose to use the PS4 Pro's extra power to make it run at 60 or to make it run in 4K or to make it run with more textures. So can't do all. I, I you can't do all. Um, it's not that powerful, but I chose to do it with more textures just because I'm used to 30 and it would it was locked at 30 and 4K, whatever, 1080p looks fine but just having more grass and more vines and more fur on the Colossus, I think was the good choice. See that I, game changed me as a gamer. See, I didn't have, so I didn't have an immediate answer. So I remember reading through all everybody else's answers mm-hmm. and I was thinking, Ooh, that's a good point. Oh yeah. That, I remember a moment like that. And to be fair, the only game I think that really changed for like that moment for me was probably Halo 2. Mm. And it's weird because I don't give a fuck about Halo. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't care. It was great when I was young. And then I was like, oh, did you hear Halo 3 and Halo this and Halo that and Halo this? And I was just, cool. Like two or three games was all you needed. You did, we don't need to keep you doing this. But I remember Halo 2 was just the immersion of the story. Mm-hmm. Like the sound effects of you walking and it's quiet. Yeah. And you hear like like the little like things screaming. Yep. Like, like off in the distance. As you hear them walking and pattering around, and I was just—I remember just thinking, I remember pl- that's one of the very few games I've actively like binged, mm-hmm. played until four in the morning. Yep, <laughs> which I don't do. I never like the story. I, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't even do that often as a kid in general with games. Yeah, but that was a game I did do it. Those games are perfection because it was just such an immersive experience. Um, I wouldn't say it was that rewarding, but the story itself was done so well. Yeah, it was just. A, a, a holy shit moment but um it's weird because I, I kept thinking just come on there had to be a game that really did it for me and i, I feel- think the fact that there isn't is the difference between people who like i identify as like a video game person like there are people uh, who are like i yeah. love movies i love music and i l- love both those things but like video games are number one for me uh, and that those type of <gasps> yeah. is what separates that right like okay. i've never really had that with an album their albums. Oh, see, I've had, oh man, this is a great album. I've had, I, I, I still remember the exact feeling and what I was doing when yeah. I heard certain albums. Exactly. It just, nope. It not for me. It fucking hit me. Yep. And I remember being so excited, like trying to peel open the CD to read along with the lyrics, <laughs> like, and just because I was that just crystal case. <laughs> yeah, because like it, it would be playing and just something about the song was perfect, and I'd be like, holy. F- fuck i need to i need to follow along yeah where was it produced where was it recorded like when and all this stuff who's on the credits for each song who wrote the song and like i remember a lot of albums doing that for me yeah i remember a lot of albums doing that for me but video games like i played a lot of video games man but i think i just think halo 2 because that was the big game because halo 1 was the Hey, did you hear about Halo? No, I was like, oh, yeah. And you start playing it, and it was just, it was really, it was like, wow, this is so crazy, this is cool. But Halo Two kicked it up a 
fucking notch. <laughs> yeah. By notch, not just a notch, notch, but a fucking notch. A fucking notch <laughs> where it was just like the cutscenes coming in and they're dropping the tank. And you're uh, like, I have a tank in the uh, first mission when already. They drop the tank in on you. And you just think, oh, yeah, this, this is going to be too easy now. I have a tank. And there's nope. Nope. Like, just, Here's every enemy yeah, all oh, at once. Shit. Yeah, this is the, the invasion. Oh, so good. Defend against the invasion. I remember that first level so vividly. And me that's, and my friend would just replay it on co op mode all the time. And then you, you started to see more about the actual story. Mm-hmm. You, oh, that's what a halo is, and that's what this is about. Mm-hmm. The Covenant are actually these religious cultist freaks. You go to Earth in Halo Two, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you get you get all of that figured out. Yeah, and it's just it's crazy. It's just crazy. I think Halo Two is the one where you, the Warthog mission at the end, like riding through the thing as it's exploding. That's Halo Three, because I remember that one vividly too. Okay, well, Halo so Three was good. also very good, but Halo Two was just such a. I would literally I would go to my friend's house and be like we doing it again yep and we would do co-op boot up the last mission of Halo 3 and then just fucking Mario Kart to the end that was a time frame when the campaign and the co-op just was all you needed it was just one yeah you don't need like massive great online service it was just nope the story's great it did (laughs) see I never liked it online oh okay it was like we did uh, like four of us we played four player split screen in like Blood Gulch the map uh and we just kill the shit out of each other and i hated it because i sucked you know what the most nostalgic thing about that game is for me the sound of your shield regenerating (laughs) you are a fucking gamer holy shit holy shit because it happened to me a lot because my friends shot me a lot um i remember was blood gulch is blood gulch the one where red vs blue took place yeah then yeah i remember playing that all the time too yep i remember playing that all the, the time two uh little stations yeah. within like the big and you could snipe across oh, yeah dude and there was like that little canyon yep. tunnel thing that yep. that's where the sniper rifle is kept yeah just pop 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 yep. and people would like like bomb try to bomb right up it with a warthog and hop yep. out and then just try to like drop in and yeah uh no. yes no it was awesome but i i can't think of a game that i actively just oh i can't wait for this game to come out i'm gonna get this game or mm-hmm. i love this game like even overwatch which i played the most of out of anything is something that i got dragged into yeah <laughs> i remember helping drag you into it <laughs> finally i was like scamming hooked me up with an account could you set a tree for the weekend and now it's just i'm almost plat like it, you know like, I, I fell into it so it's just that's awesome but it's weird I that i don't have a game i don't have a game like that though I don't have a series or anything like that. I don't think it's moments like that make you a gaming person like I am. I think it's just they go hand in hand. Like you are, you have moments like that because you are a gaming person. True. Like you were, like it was, you were destined to be into this thing because you had this moment with that thing. You know what I'm, I'm really nostalgic about Mm. is, uh, any sound from smash. Okay. Because I played it so fucking much in college. It was yep. a daily thing. That sound of when you get knocked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The explosion. <laughs> exactly. Just the uh, the the menu sounds. Or yep. the real and it starts like bloop 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 do Yeah. So that, that that for me is probably the most nostalgic. But I mean it, it, I was actually kinda sad reading it because I remember I remember a lot of good times with games. A lot of big moments in games. Like uh, a lot of people were talking about Kotar or Kotor. Yeah. And, and Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. And that was I love that game. That was huge and I never played that one. Oh. I have to. That's the reaction I get every time I say that. Man, I should stop saying it. 
you've never played Knights <laughs> of the Old Republic? I haven't. Actually, I got it. It came out for iPad a few years ago. I got it, hooked up a Bluetooth controller, played for like five minutes. I'm like, ugh, this is back when the beginning of games are boring. That's why I've played it's five Star minutes. Wars. I know it is. <laughs> I am aware that it is Star Wars. <laughs> I believe the full name of it is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. Um, I was thinking of, uh, I was trying to think of really old stuff. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of a really old. Like something that got me early. Yeah. And I couldn't think of anything other than Halo. For me, that was uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past for the Super Nintendo. Oh, you know what? You know what was a good moment? Mm-hmm. I actually think, because uh, I did think of this. Every cutscene in Ocarina of Time. Yep. When uh, you meet Sheik for the first time yep. in the burning Kakariko village. That was a that was a game where I was not a kid. Like I was not a child. Yeah. I was I was a teenager. Yep. But, You're a sentient. <laughs> but I felt like a kid. Yeah. Where every moment I was like, Oh, oh. Oh, this is that's so, so cool! Oh, it's the it's the tree, like just oh, it's the great Deku tree. Yeah. Just like, like I was. Just, oh my god, there's chickens all around this town. I'm gonna throw them everywhere and jump off buildings. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like yeah, yeah. That's just, just all that stuff was. I that was so good. I played that game too early because I remember the nostalgia of that game like vividly. Like when I play it, the first three hours of me playing it is just pure nostalgia waves and i still do the same paths that i took as like a kid because that's just oh that's where the 35 rupees are that you need to buy the sword and shield to be able to get through the the asshole kid who won't let you go see the great deku tree yeah but um there's a certain point where my nostalgia drops off because i used to suck at video games and i never got i uh played that game for years let's say five years didn't know he became an adult (laughs) Are you serious? I never got that far into you the never game. Never got that far. <laughs> yep, <laughs> dude. I remember. I remember going back into town after after Ganondorf took over like the castle. Yep. And the streets are all different, and there's like zombies yeah. and shit everywhere. And I remember being like, "Oh, this is so sad. Holy yeah. fuck! Oh shit, we lost." Yeah, like yeah. that was. I remember. I remember as a kid being like upset about it. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. There was a a, a big chunk of my video game thing wasn't. Like, I didn't know that there were ends to video games, like that I was playing a story that I could eventually finish. You never tried I would to. play. I would play, play Crash Bandicoot, and I would get to a certain level that I couldn't beat. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I like level three a lot, so I'd go back and play level three over and over and over again. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, shit. Same okay. thing with Crash Bandicoot. When I replayed it, they it, they released it on PS4. I had nostalgia, 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 and then it dropped off. And then I beat the game. I'm like, I've never fucking beat this game before. This is an unfamiliar boss battle to me. This is the first video game I ever owned. It was one of my favorites ever. There, there's some games that I did that with because I just didn't care enough. Like Super Mario 64 yep. was so much fun, but it got so hard. It got so hard where I was just like, I can't jump with this weird ass camera view. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. You're like, <laughs> right into lava. And I was Dead. just, dude, I was jumping in yeah. a straight line. And why did he just like, or because he, he's like basically sliding everywhere? Yeah. He would land and just slide off the edge. <laughs> nope. Uh, or you turn and run. He's like, <laughs> and he would just like, keep, <laughs> as he fell. And I would yep. just be like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Video games. Video games. You know, this was another classic episode yeah. of food movies video games we should like rename our show or something maybe we should but you know food what? movies video games but you know what but you know what here's something <laughs> after endgame 
it's gonna the movie part will probably calm down a little bit you think so because the hype like the hype is finished I think we give it time and then eventually we talk about it and then it'll be the spoiler episode. Yeah. We'll call it the spoiler episode. Yeah. And I'll just be saying this is the end or, or, or just call it this is the end game now and just we're just <laughs> we're in the end game now and it's going to be the end of <laughs> this current title of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking like we're in the end game now where we just talk about end game. Yeah. And that's it. Saying spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah. With spoilers, I know you've probably seen the movie a dozen times in the last four weeks, but Dubs just saw it. So we're now just talking about it. <laughs> I know it just came out on Blu-ray. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think the latest I saw a movie was uh, Black Panther, yeah. where it was not playing in certain movies theaters anymore. And I went to this one, and I was so sad because it wasn't showing anymore. Uh, I was like, "It's gone." And my girlfriend was like, "It's it's been out for a while. It's been three years." <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was I was getting then I was mad. I was just yo fuck that. How 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 are they taking it out? It's only been they're racist. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go that far, but thankfully I found one. I found it was playing in Manchester, so I went yeah. to Manchester to watch it. But I was just, I was like, "What the fuck? It's only been like what two months? It's only been two months. How is it already out of theater? It's been two months." That's 2019, baby. 2018 when he signed last year. I'll leave you with this. I just remembered that TV ads get fucking annoying for movies once they come out. Because they show those TV spots every time. They're like, oh, we got, uh, we're not at our ticket sale goal yet. We got to keep going. Got to keep going. Um, and they start peppering in new scenes that they never would have showed before the movie came out. But they pepper in these scenes like, remember this part of the movie? Don't you want to see that again? And you see these commercials at work because well, you keep seeing. I'm going to have to mute everything. It's going to be a mute city. I have the remote next to me at all times. Yeah. So if I hear something, if I hear just anything... The number one movie in the world. That's what you're going to need to listen to. Because that is definitely what they're going to be fucking saying. I hear that. I hear the... Uh, the movie where Captain America died. No. 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 He's not going to die. Uh, I don't think he's going to die. Talk, no, I'm talking about the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the Avenger theme. Um, Like the upswell. Fuck, what is like exactly, the, exactly. That's the chorus like, of it? I was pausing. I was like... It's in my head. It's in my head. What is it? What Come is on, it? Dubs. You got this. It doesn't happen in that song, I believe. It does. Like, that song is like the, ooh, the Avengers are coming. No, it, it, it crescendos to it. Fuck. I know what it sounds like. If you pull up a trailer to play it right now, you're a dick, and I'm gonna throw something at you. I got it. I got it. I beat you. There's. We're gonna get a copyright tech down on this episode. It's coming. What is <laughs> they had 80s rock and roll drums in the first Avengers. This. Da, 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 da.
two days. <laughs> it's uh, you, you, every time I hear that, I have to hear like, like the hammer coming out or like the suit doing something. I have, like I have no, I just have to hear them like doing like like something. I have to the hear last time we heard that song, you ready? The the line that was spoken is, "Oh, you guys are screwed now," because yeah. it was when Thor fucking zooped into Wakanda. Yep. And just you heard the sound of a hundred nerds in your theater jizzing simultaneously. <laughs> Dude, the way they did it too was sick. Uh, uh, it, the way the music hit when it yep. shows him and Groot. And, and it was like, what the fuck is, is that the Bifrost? Yeah, and then you just, just see the axe coming out and the act, the music. It's uh, like, yes. it's him. Wait, it's him. It's him. And he catches it. Yep. And it's just the three of them fucking... I call him Rabbit now because of that. Like, just Rabbit's got the gun. This is Rabbit, (laughs) sweet Rabbit, and this is Rabbit, and this is Tree. I am uh, watching Infinity War on my friend's 85-inch 4K HDR TV tomorrow after work. But do you have surround sound? Oh yes, he does. (laughs) He was a manager at the Enfield Movie Theater, so he is a movie guy. Like I am a video game guy. He he respects the art. He has a fucking home theater that we're gonna go (laughs) watch this movie in, and I'm jazzed. Dude, I still stand by my statement that the only time they should have allowed a fuck in in any Marvel movie was that scene when Thor lands and all that shit happens, and then (laughs) who would say it? uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, it's, fuck. It's Bruce Banner. No, instead of saying, oh, you guys are all screwed now, if he went, you guys are all fucked, like, like that would have been... <laughs> that one does not fit. That would have been the greatest. Absolutely. You guys are all fucked now. And then he goes, Give me, bring me Thanos. And he just starts <laughs> bring running. Bring me Thanos. Yeah, exactly. Like that scene. Uh, there's so many good scenes i can't wait to see again tomorrow saying screwed is like oh you're all gonna be in trouble you like, guys are all pg-13 fucked now <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the same yeah and you know that bruce banner and like what bruce banner really would have said is you guys are fucked now <laughs> and, and and not like a like a sing-songy like ha ha na 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 but it was like you're all gonna be fucked like that kind of like <laughs> <laughs> the hamlet flips just, back just, on <laughs> yeah and then thanos oh, thanos and then thor runs off and yeah. does his shit like that would have been fucking badass i'm so ready that been and then insane. right after that scene one of my favorites is <laughs> i see you've copied my beard <laughs> and Fuck, what are you, I was like, oh, you got a haircut. Uh, so you've copied my beard. This is my friend Tree. I am Groot. <laughs> I am Steve Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> Just I so sincere. <laughs> I am Steve Rogers. That's why he's my pick for who I'm fucking. Yeah. <laughs> or getting fucked. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> it's been a day. It's been a night. This is the week. We're sending this off. This episode is getting sent off on the week of launch. The, the launch week. Launch week. And then you don't give a shit, but Sunday is the biggest episode of Game of Thrones ever. Okay, bye. <laughs>